Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. Let's talk soccer. So, as you might have noticed, my co-host and my son, Josh, is not here. He is away at camp, having a great time, but I want to keep this podcast going. We have, in case you didn't know, um, we have done a podcast every single week since December of... 2015. So we're going about a year and a half. Uh, today is Sunday, June 18th, 2017, and it's it's a streak we're pretty proud of. And we owe that uh, to a couple of things. One is to our passion for football or soccer, as we call it here in America. And of course, um, to those of you who are listening and those of you who follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. And on Twitter, it's Let's Talk Soccer 2, and that is the number 2, so just at Let's Talk Soccer 2. So please, if you haven't, follow us, um, communicate with us. We try to be as ex- as responsive as we possibly can be to uh, different DMs and comments and tweets and things like that. So please feel free to converse with us. Um since we are not in the Premier League season, where we focus on fantasy Premier League, especially uh, on this podcast, thought we'd take a few minutes. Um, for those of you who don't know much about us, want to kind of tell you about what Let's Talk Soccer is and what this podcast is about, and then we'll jump into, I think, one of the the funnest things to watch over the summer, and that's the transfer market. Um, so very quickly... Let's Talk Soccer was started by Josh and me uh, about a year and a half ago. We're a soccer family. Um, Josh and I have both been fans for a very, very long time, and Josh has played since he was about six years old. Um, He's actually quite a phenomenal player, in my opinion. Um, This boy not only plays it, he... um, also plays it on his Xbox. He, uh, in his spare time, builds his own squads. He'll come up with different calculations and formulas and algorithms on how to calculate, you know, best players and things. This this kid puts so much energy into soccer, so it's a real treat to be able to do something like this with him and for he and I to get to talk about something that we love and, of course, also post it on social media. So Josh is a few weeks away from becoming 13 years old, so almost a teenager. Um, I am 46, uh, so just slightly older than Josh, Um, but uh, we appreciate all of the support, uh, the downloads, the subscriptions, the follows, and everything we get around this brand. We even had a phenomenal uh, friend of uh, let's talk soccer. We'll call him, uh, design a logo for us. So you might've seen a change in logos over the past few weeks. Uh, so it's been a really, really cool way, uh, to get to meet some people. We did a really cool event for a local, uh, charitable organization called soccer in the streets and went out and covered their ATL champions league, which raised money, 
uh, for the organization that was at the training grounds of Atlanta United, our um, Major League Soccer team in their first season, and they're impressive and they're exciting to watch as well. So that's a little bit about us, just in case this might be your first time listening to our podcast or you've listened in the past you kind of know what what's going on and what we're all about. As I mentioned, during the Premier League season, we focus a lot on the Premier League and really, really kind of turn a focus towards Fantasy Premier League. Um, it's a way to participate beyond just watching the matches, I think. And, and of course, it is. If you are listening to this podcast, chances are you probably play Premier League, uh, Fantasy Premier League. So uh, you know how, how much fun it can be and how there's a lot of strategy some luck, um, and, and quite a bit of strategy mixed into it. So we love to cover that. When Premier League is not in session, we'll, of course, cover other leagues, uh, other tournaments like Champions League, Confederations Cup is going on right now, of course, World Cup um, coming up in 2018. And then um, we'll cover Major League Soccer <clears throat> as well, and as I mentioned, the transfer market. So whatever sort of on the, the front of um, a world football fan's mind is something that we'll be talking about. So I briefly alluded to Atlanta United uh, and just want to, they played last night, um, they hosted Columbus Crew, they played here in Atlanta, and just want to say congratulations to that team. They are so much fun to watch. They are young. They're fast. It's a lot of South American footballers. Of course, we have Tata Martino, who has coached both the Argentina national team and Barcelona. So certainly he knows what he's doing. Um, and it, I think it shows in our team. So we won 3-1 last night. And just congratulations. They are a hardworking team. You can tell how excited, how passionate, how much they love this. And they love the fans. Um, the support from the fans has been Incredible! I think I heard a stat yesterday that um, I think it's only a handful. I don't. I won't get the number right. I'll say seven, but I think that number could be a little higher or lower. But there's only seven or a handful of uh, Premier League teams who average as many fans as we do. I think we're around forty-seven thousand uh, average attendance, which is pretty impressive for uh, soccer matches over here in the U.S., and I think that's gone a long way in, in helping this team win, quite honestly, especially at home. Um, but our three goals came from Hector Villalba, who scored in the 16th minute, Miguel Almiron, who's been on an absolute tear lately with a lot of goals. He scores in the 67th minute. That turns out to be the game-winning goal. And then Joseph Martinez, who's been out on injury probably for close to two months now, he was on the, the scoring tear that Almiron's on now. Martinez was on before he got hurt uh, training with his country's national team, pulled a hamstring, I believe. Um, he gets the third goal for Atlanta United in the 88th minute. Columbus's goal came in the 26th minute from Federico Higuain, uh, who is, of course, Gonzalo Higuain's brother. So, again, congratulations to the five stripes of Atlanta United. 
I also alluded to Confederations Cup, so let's go ahead and talk about that. It kicked off yesterday, on Saturday, with um, the host country, Russia, hosting New Zealand. Russia looked impressive. They, they shut out New Zealand, so Russia have a 2-0 win in the opening match of the tournament. Today, as I'm recording this, the first match is complete. Portugal and Mexico come to a 2-2 draw. Um, a lot of excitement in this match, some great goals, um, and probably not the way the result that Portugal had expected. I think that this is, frankly, a win uh, for Mexico to walk away with the point against Portugal, um, you know, who, of course, won the Euros last year around this time and has a player by the name of Cristiano Ronaldo you might have heard of. <clears throat> so um, I think that a draw is actually a win for Mexico by all counts. Later today, and actually it's going on right now, I think it's in the 31st minute, uh, Cameroon hosts Chile. And then tomorrow, Australia and Germany. So Australia after um, have quite, quite a task on their hands playing the German national team. So um, that'll be interesting. And then the host country, Russia, are back in action on Wednesday uh, playing Portugal. So we'll see how Portugal respond to this draw um, that they had with Mexico. So we'll definitely keep reporting, probably post some stuff on our Instagram and Twitter accounts, uh, but Federations Cup is definitely, uh, so far, an exciting tournament to watch. Now for the part that we've all been waiting for, at least I've been waiting for, that is the transfer market report. There is just a ton of stuff going on, and every news source, you know, every minute, every hour, it's a different rumor, a different story. Uh, this team has jumped in uh, to bid for, you know, this player, and they're, each team's just on a, not yet, they're on a, um, I guess, a mental spending spree right now. Um, but when they actually start laying out the cash is when it gets really interesting. But of course, the biggest uh, occurrence to happen thus far in the transfer market, and I'm sure the biggest occurrence that will happen if it actually takes place, is that Cristiano Ronaldo has said that he wants out of Real Madrid. He is facing uh, tax evasion charges in Spain. I believe it's around $14.7 million is what's owed. Um, so apparently he wants to get out of Spain as quickly as possible, which means that he'll have to leave Real Madrid, even though they just won uh, not only La Liga title, but also uh, Champions League title. But, you know, any team that has the money to be able to afford him is, of course, going after him. Man United, in my opinion, if this actually happens, seems to be the front runner. Uh, Cristiano returns home to a degree, um, or at least back to a part of his roots. Um, you know, he gets to go back and play with Jose Mourinho, who he has played under before. And it's just, it's just the, you know, the, he still gets to play Champions League because they won Europa League. So that is not out of the equation for him. And it just seems to be set up for the perfect storyline for Cristiano. He is beloved there in Manchester. Um, as a Red Devil, so honestly, I can see him going there if he does indeed move. But of course, PSG, who also has a lot of money, 
um, is in the bidding too. It looks like 200 million euros is the transfer price on him. So we'll see. And again, of course, it is, you can read a different publication every hour and get a different report. But um, wherever he may go, whether he stays or not, it is definitely the story of the summer transfer market so far. And in fact, here's a, another report on a different website on the talksport.com website that says that now Chelsea have entered uh, the Ronaldo bidding. So um, another team with a lot of cash, he would complement their style quite nicely too. Um, you know that <laughs> Chelsea would be would be a heck of a team, I think, uh, if they had Ronaldo on there. And I believe that even Hazard may be offered up uh, in a report that I read as uh, part of the the transfer fee. Uh, to get Ronaldo to make the move over to Stamford Bridge. But I would love to actually see Ronaldo and Hazard together play on the same team, on the same pitch. I think that would be a very, very exciting Chelsea squad. Well, on the same website, says six possible destinations um, that Cristiano might go to if he does, in fact, actually leave Real Madrid. So I guess that this goes in order of likelihood, but I'm not certain. It starts with number six. So from six down to one. First is Major League Soccer here in the U.S. Um, my own personal opinion, and I think that the article says this as well, is that not yet. Maybe so. Um, I think a lot like Beckham that um, and some other players that have made the move over here, um, this is sort of the final market, so to speak, uh, for the Ronaldo brand. He is, of course, extremely popular all over the world, and he's, a, he's popular. He is a well-known name here in the U.S., but he has not cracked this market, I don't think, yet like he has over um, in Europe and probably even Asia. So definitely lots of opportunities for him over here in the United States, but I don't think he'll make that move yet. My suspicion is that, or suspicion is that, if and when David Beckham get this Miami FC team up and off the ground, that's when Ronaldo will make that move. He will become the franchise player over there. Um, he loves Miami. When he goes on holiday, he goes to Miami quite a bit. Uh, always lots of paparazzi photos of him uh, in Miami when he's not um, in season or playing. So I think that he's holding out to wait to go to Miami, personally. All right, number five on this list is the Chinese Super League. They have a lot of money. And according to this article, uh, it's reported by The Sun, that the Chinese Super League will offer Ronaldo... 105 million pounds a year. That's not the transfer fee. That is his playing salary. So that's kind of hard to pass up. Although Cristiano already has more money than he, his son, his son's son, and his son's son's son will be able to spend. Um, so maybe that's not as big of a deal as it may seem to some of us. But that's still a lot of money. All right, next up, number four on this list, Sporting Lisbon. So, of course, where um, it all started for Cristiano, maybe going back there, although um, 
I still don't see that happening. All right, number three, Bayern Munich. They consistently win their league. Uh, it is a team of all-stars. They have a lot of cash to spend, and they play Champions League football. So not a bad option there. Number two, PSG. <laughs> for basically the same reasons I just said for Bayern, except they did not win uh, Liga this season, but I'm sure that they would be willing to pay Cristiano quite a bit of money. And lastly, of course, Manchester United. And um, like I said, I think if he moves, that will be where he goes. And of course, with, uh, with Zlatan being injured and, and being released, this is the perfect place for Cristiano to move to. All right, enough about Cristiano for now. This will this was going to go on for a while until something is actually done. I think every realistic rumor um, out there will be thrown out. So let's go ahead and look at some other players. <clears throat> Gianluigi Donnarumma, who is the maybe now 18-year-old. I think I know he was 17. I think maybe he's 18 now. Uh, goalkeeper for AC Milan. Um, has announced that he wants out. So apparently uh, Milan are looking to get Joe Hart, who came out recently and basically said, I have nowhere to go. No one loves me. Well, it looks like he may stay in Italy because someone there apparently loves him. <clears throat> Next up, Blaise Matuidi is offered a contract by Man U. We'll see if that's realistic or not or if he makes the move. Um, and Aubameyang. So orig originally uh, it looked like he was going to PSG um, and was all all but done. And uh, apparently it didn't happen. And PSG has pulled out of that race for Aubameyang. And now Liverpool are set to make an offer. Looks like um, 61.3 million pound bid for the Dortmund striker. So um, I think he would be super exciting to see in the Premier League. Um, so I, I do selfishly, um, because we have more opportunity to watch Premier League over here in the U.S. than we do uh, the Bundesliga, would love to see him make a move over there. I think he would be an exciting fantasy player to have on our team as well. Uh, next up, looks like West Ham are making a move for Olivier Giroud who will be apparently leaving Arsenal if that happens. Uh, Marco Verratti has told PSG that he wants to leave, although it doesn't look yet like, um, well, actually it looks like maybe Monaco might um, make another try at Verratti. Bayern Munich were stunned by how much weekly wage Alexis wants. To come over, apparently uh, he is demanding four hundred and twenty thousand pounds a week. Now, to make that in a year would be pretty amazing, but to make that in a week, um, also pretty amazing. Chelsea are apparently uh, plotting to make a move for Morata, and you know there's a lot of teams in line uh, trying to court him and bring him over. Uh, Spurs are looking closely at Chris Smalling, the defender of Manchester United, 
And speaking of Man U, they are um, looking at Alexandre Lacazette, um, who plays for Lyon, of course, over in Liga. And this is their backup in case the Maratta play um, fails. So some interesting, interesting um, rumors and reports coming on. This is all from Gold.com. And as I'm scrolling down, it says that now Man City might make um, a bid for Cristiano. So again, any team that has a lot of cash... They're all getting in line, and Cristiano will not be short of teams that want to pay him basically whatever he wants to come and play for them. In looking at another website, this one is The Sun, um, apparently Juve might go after Donnarumma, which um, Gigi Buffon, I'm sure, doesn't find all that hilarious. So um, will be interesting to see if that is real and what might happen there. Uh, Everton are looking to sign um, Gilfie Sigurdsson for around a 40 million pound transfer fee from Swansea. <clears throat> so um, Sigurdsson's a heck of a player and I think he would fit in quite well at Everton. Uh, Liverpool have apparently agreed on a $35 million transfer fee for Mohamed Salah. Uh, from Roma, so we'll see what happens there. So those are really some of the biggest rumors and things that are going on right now in the transfer market. Let's go ahead, let me remind you <clears throat> of the predictions that um, both Josh and I have made for this summer and see where we are with some of these. Um, we'll go through mine first. I said Wayne Rooney going to Everton. No real news on that, so we'll see. Griezmann going to Man U. We know that didn't happen, at least not yet, because of the transfer ban uh, that Atleti has. So it looks like Griezmann is there until at least January of 2018. Alexis to Real Madrid. I haven't seen any reports on that. Um, so it looks like Bayern are the leaders in that category. Uh, I said Christian Pulisic, who is a U.S. international player, um, going from Dortmund to Stoke. And I don't know why I picked Stoke. I just did. Um, but somewhere in the Premier League. Uh, also picked Miguel Almiron, who is on our beloved Atlanta United, um, being taken away from our team and going to somewhere in La Liga. Can definitely see him being successful there. Uh, said Diego Costa, going back to Atletico Madrid. Uh, now with Griezmann not leaving, maybe no room for Costa. Lukaku to Chelsea, which still seems like that is realistic. David De Gea to Real Madrid. Don't know. Haven't heard a whole lot of rumors around that lately. And then Hugo Lloris. If De Gea does go to Real Madrid or anywhere else, then Hugo Lloris coming over from Spurs to United. So those are my predictions, most of which still there's some possibility of those happening, I suppose. Next up, let's take a look at what my son said. All right, Josh's predictions. Griezmann and Man U, like I said, ain't happening, not yet at least. Um, James to Man U. I know that was a pretty hot rumor for a little while, and that seems to have cooled down a bit. 
Diego Costa to China. Now that Griezmann's not leaving Atleti, that could be a pretty good possibility. I think Costa just sounds fed up with everything. Kyle Walker to Man City. He's definitely a target of theirs, so we'll see what happens there. Alexis to Juve, possibly. Again, all I've heard lately is from Bayern. Marata to Chelsea. Everyone seems to be going after Marata. He seems to be connected with every major club in Europe right now, so who knows which one he'll end up going to. And then Josh also says David De Gea to Real Madrid like I did. So those are some transfer predictions um, preceded by some transfer rumors and reports that are going on right now. We're at, the, at about the 25-minute mark, getting pretty close. I'm going to go ahead and say that's a wrap for today. Just wanted to go ahead and touch base, say hello, thank everyone. For those that aren't familiar with us, give a short description of, of what we're all about, why we're doing this podcast, what you can expect from us, and, um, and then, of course, jump into the exciting stuff of the summer transfer market. So hope everyone's doing great. Please, if you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, please do. Um, we want to hear from you. We'll do lots of great posts. We are always open to suggestions and comments, so please, if you have content that you want to see less of, more of, you haven't seen it all, let us know. And thank you for listening to this podcast. I will put down a challenge to everyone. For any of you out there listening to this, please, number one, make sure that you're subscribing to it. Then it just becomes an automatic weekly download. Secondly, get at least one of your friends to subscribe to this podcast as well. If you can achieve both of those, go ahead and hit us up on Instagram. It's just Let's Talk Soccer, and uh, and we want to know about it. We want to thank you and hear from you. So again, guys, thank you so much for everything that you do, and until next time, we say peace. Goodbye.